Welcome to the Brothers of the Dram podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Brothers of the Dram podcast. I'm your host, AJ, and I did not pregame today. And I'm here with my co-host, Derek. How's it going, brother? AJ is not drunk. I'm not drunk Thank today. you for not being drunk on the podcast, AJ. It's much appreciated by me and the people because you are a man of the people. I do it for the people. Exactly. But I'm doing well. It's, uh, it's a good day. It's a, a day after Hurricane uh, Hillary. Hillary. And um, she did a number on us, but we survived. We are safe. We are good. And we're ready to drink. Definitely. And uh, hopefully everyone else out there is okay as well here in Southern California. And also, I believe Las Vegas got hit, too. So hopefully other people are safe and we're able to move forward. Yeah. From that and in Mexico, Baja, Mexico or Baja. Yeah. Catalina uh, was evacuated. Oh, really? Yeah, they had full evacuation orders, dude. I don't know. I didn't watch the news today, so I don't know like what happened from the from the hurricane. But yeah. they were evacuation orders. Ooh, they them. were evaporated. Have you seen that that video that's going around right now? No, I haven't. In, yeah, interviewing this girl, and she's like, "They're they're gonna ask us to evaporate, and we're gonna be evaporating soon." And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> Mary Chrysler, <laughs> uh-huh. Mary Chrysler is crimson." Yeah. Oh. That was pretty funny, but yeah, a lot of crazy stuff going on in this world these days. But here we not are. To mention, not to mention the earthquake yesterday too during the hurricane. Yeah, earthquake on top of a hurricane. It's just crazy stuff, man. The world is uh, is changing. Yeah, definitely. But enough drama. Let's get to the whiskey. What do you say? Yeah, enough of the sadness. Let's drink our problems away. Let's drink our sorrows away. Sorry, there's no such thing as sorrow if you drink it away. Today, we are going to be tasting, reviewing Rare Character Single Barrel Series, which is a, this, this bottle that we have is a Mash and Journey Whiskey Club Select. Little Ooh. details on here before Eric chokes up on it. Uh-oh. Yes, buddy. This is going to be an AJ's category of what he likes. Fudge. We are looking at 113.54 proof. Which oh, is fifty six point seven seven ABV. I'm fucked. <laughs> this is cast strength, and it's gonna be delicious. Here we go. Let's hope I don't uh, cough up a storm. I know. Let's see. Let me get a little cork pop so I can get my pour on. Do it. Ooh, nice, lovely. Yeah, I love cork pops. Okay, let me pour now. Pour it. Uh, that sound is nice. Yeah. Now we're talking. Yes, sir. Nice, pour, nice cork pop. Nice pour. That means this is going to be a good sip. A Definitely. good sipper. So Look, what are we doing? Are we smelling it? Or what? Do we, you have a little bit more information? Got a little more information on here. Um, a little about this bottle here because these are all single barrels from this company. So I want to see a little background on here. Okay. So this limited release showcases the time-honored traditions of American whiskey making back when productions were still produced the old-fashioned way. Mm. Where character whiskey is a connoisseur's is for connoisseurs who should pick only the most 
memorable occasions to sip the finest whiskey and have ne- that have never been released before. You will never, ever find this release again. Oh, this bottle was distilled on May 2016. It was bottled May 2022. And mm. I had the mash bill as well. The mash bill on here is 75% corn, 21% rye, and 4% barley. Ooh, okay. Well, for all the listeners out there, AJH selected this whiskey. We're going to review it, give you a lot of information on it, but unfortunately, you can't have it. <laughs> that's kind of like that's pretty much what is what I'm is, saying. Is right? that pretty accurate to that's say? That's pretty damn accurate. Yeah, like you okay. know, if you like the notes that we give, and if we rate this high, uh, you're never going to get it. Mm-hmm. Wow. You, but you th- thought that one out pretty thoroughly, didn't you? But those out there who did get a bottle, and if they're a listener of ours, mm-hmm. you know, it might be excited to have a little, a little more of it if they still have some. Mm-hmm. Or it might, you know, influence someone to try some of uh, Rare Character's other, other whiskeys and stuff like that. Oh, definitely. And the good thing about it is that if you do go to, you know, Total Wine, Bevmo, online, wherever you buy your bottles from, uh, if you do like it, they are all limited. To my understanding, everything that they put out is very limited. So if you like a bottle, Pick up a second one before it's gone forever. Do it. Do it. All right, Bacardi brother, and Coke, do it. This. Do it. Bacardi and Coke, do it. Go on, do it. I'm doing it. I'm nosing it. Sorry, I'm nosing it. I'm getting fruity and like a little bit of maple. Like a tad a bit of maple, but mostly fruity, like sweet. Like, um, so I'm, I'm for sure getting the maple. I'm getting mm-hmm. oak on there as well. A little bit of oak, yeah. The fruitiness you're talking about, I'm not getting okay. I'm getting fruitiness, but it's like a fake fruit, if that makes sense. Like a fruity pebble cereal, a fake fruit. Yes, like it's not like I'm smelling. Okay, that's plum, that's watermelon, that's peach. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I'm getting like fruity pebbles. Yeah. That's a good a good way to see me a little fruity pebbleish. Mm-hmm. Which I like fruity pebbles and Fruit Loops, those kind of cereals. They're good. Yeah, especially like protein that they have in those flavors. I mm-hmm. like. Oh well, you're you're a seven year old child at heart. We all know that. Do you get honey on the nose? Not really. Okay. I'm getting honey. Just maybe the maple is what I get, not not necessarily honey. Mm. Well, I think it's time to taste it. But oh shit, here we go. <clears throat> Let me prepare my throat here. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, Eric is... likes to prepare his throat for a lot mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. I sure do. Ooh. Oh, that will kick you in the nuts. Ooh. That's strong. That, that has a, a good burn. I like. Mm-hmm. So remember, when you take your first sip, listeners, it's going to be different on the palate. So you want it to marinate in there for a little bit and then go for a second and a third sip <coughs> before you make your opinion. As Eric dies. Shit. You know, it gave me a little bit of a chill. I got a little bit of a... Uh, uh, mm. uh, it's good. It is. Uh, it does burn. It burns for sure. But it's it's good though. It, it although it burns, it's still sweet. I feel like my mouth is tingling right now. I got the tingles. Mm-hmm. That high BV on there. It is sweet. You do get the oak on there. I get more honey on the palate. On the fi- actually on the finish, I get more honey on there. Yeah. Oh, do you yeah. get honey now? I'm getting a little bit of honey. I'm seeing. I'm thinking this is very consistent to the nose as well. One of those bottles. 
It's very tasty. It burns a little more than I would like to, but that's, you know, that's a given, given the ABV. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm enjoying it. I feel manlier just by drinking this. Oh, well, you know, you can't go any less than what you already are. So the only way up is up. Mm -hmm. I mean, whatever that means, AJ. (laughs) Well, if you think about it, it actually makes sense. The only way less, a little up. up. Little way, another way to go is up. Yeah, so I'm down. Yeah. So I'm like at the bottom. You're at the bottom. You're at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know that. Oh, I do. Yeah, I'm aware. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, so since we're talking about manliness, little fun side story. When I got engaged, uh, Mm -hmm. we had my bachelor party, and Eric gave me my man card. He actually, you know, I believe photoshopped a little man card. He laminated it and gave Mm -hmm. it to me. And it had a big old red stamp on it that said voided. Mm-hmm. Your man card was removed. It was removed. Mm-hmm. I'll be, Gone. I'll be honest. This thing's damn good. It's good. I like it. I feel this like is, you said this is 10 years? Oh, it's six years. Six years. Six years. Yeah, age six years. Okay. Nice. I like it. Yeah, it's nice. It, it does pack a punch. I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling the burn even after. As I'm speaking right now, I feel the burn, mm-hmm. but it's tasty. It's it's uh, yeah. It looks like it. It feels like it put some um, hair on my balls, <laughs> in a good way. Where is this podcast going all the time? Oh my god! Well, you said I need to be more manly. I'm bottom of the barrel. Oh, okay, so being more manly means you get hair on your balls. Yeah. Okay, got it. Check. Got that, listeners. So mm-hmm. if you want to be manly. You know what you need. Don't trim. Per Eric. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But it's are tasty, getting, man. Are you getting any other notes out of there? I, like, I'm trying to find more. Obviously, the oak is on there. We, I mentioned the honey. I don't get the fruitiness. Actually, let's talk about that. The nose, I got that fruity pebbles. On the palate, I get no fruit notes at all. Even fake no? notes. No? Nothing. I feel like I'm getting some kind of, like, berry. Like, like a blackberry? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Like some kind of blueberry or blackberry. I think but, I'm getting that blueberry. Not black. I think I'm getting that blueberry. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With the hints good, of raspberry. Man. I'm liking it. I, I, I'm liking it the more I'm sipping on it. It's definitely one of those whiskeys where you have to get your palate to get acclimated to the notes and yeah. to the punch. Because it's going to pack a punch. For sure. And then you get to enjoy it. This is good. Yeah. I like this, it. This kind Too of bad whiskey. you can't buy it. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is kind of whiskey I would want to sip during the rain. You're a day late, dude. A day oh, late. Shit. We should yeah, have man. done it a day earlier. Eric, since you're a design guy, tell me what you think of the labeling on here of the bottle. Um, It's cool. I like it. It's got like this... Um, Sort of like a, a big photo. Half of it is like a big photo of what looks like a tilted picture of like a hallway with all these barrels. So maybe where they're, you know, aging something, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of cool because it makes it kind of look like a little bit like it, it's it's being shot down like a, a a shaft or down like an escalator or a stairs, a set of stairs. So it looks like kind of like Inception-ish. If you've seen Inception. 
but it kind of looks like that and then uh, under that it's got you know the rare character uh logo um and it's telling you you know what it has it's a single barrel series and then it tells you under that who it's selected by which is um which is selected by who selected this it was the Mason journey whiskey club yes. that we are part of exactly so it has um their name on there and then it has it in in writing sort of written um the abv and the age and stuff like that and i guess the barrel number so you even get a barrel number on that thing which is pretty cool but um it's a cool bottle you know and i like it yeah mash and journey um did a good job collaborating here it is uh very tasty and then it has a um just kind of like um maker's mark it's got the wax on there and that's what like what color is that like a brown aj it's like a burgundy like a burgundy it's, yeah it's like, a, it's like a how can i say it's okay it's like a cross between burgundy and dark purple yeah whatever color that is it's yeah got that. yeah yeah as a wax top which is really cool and the bottle is just a normal shaped bottle just like a long sort of uh, regular shape maybe like a wine bottle shape Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's cool. I like it. They have, you know, multiple pictures and multiple colored waxes, depending on what type of whiskey it is. And yeah, I think it's a, it's a cool, it's a cool bottle. I like it. It's got, um, sort of like this gold shininess to, uh, to some of the lettering, which is really nice. It makes it stand out. And, uh, I'm a fan. I like it. You mentioned the, the image on top of the, the label and you mm-hmm. said it looks like an elevator shaft. Yeah. And- and I was like, okay, I see where he's going with that because it's at an angle. Tilt your image to the right. You'll see it's actually a barrel room and it's just looking down a hallway. But because yeah. of how they tilted it, it does look like an elevator shaft. So I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Isn't that what I just basically said? I'm agreeing with you. Oh, okay. Thank you. The first thing that comes to mind when I look at this image, it's like half blue tint and like half like a reddish bright tint. I think Mortal Kombat battle scene, Scorpion versus Sub-Zero. What the F? You don't see that? I do not see that. Okay, well, use your imagination. Do you play Mortal Kombat? Of course I played Mortal Kombat. Okay, so that's not... When you look at this image, it doesn't have any note or not notes. No. Nope. But any, like, like re- looks like that at all from the video mm, game? I mean, I didn't get it when I saw it, and then I'm not really... I'm getting Inception, I'm telling you. Okay. I'm getting this weird angle, sort of. It almost looks like a stairway going all the way down but um if you want mortal kombat you can have mortal kombat AJ, no, this okay. is whiskey is how you like it and how you love it is, is that the air quote now that's the aj quote that's not the aj quote close enough the aj quote is the best kind of whiskey is what you like and how you like it exactly what you like so to if, drink and how you like to drink if it. you like the mortal kombat picture it's all good okay well, before we do the water drop, Eric, I think it's time Yeet. to rate this dram. Ooh, snap. Um, wow, I wasn't really thinking about that. How about you give give me yours first? I always I always usually go first. You're right. I'll go first. Mm-hmm. So this is this was a I I don't remember the exact price point, but it was on the heavier side. Oh. I want to see it was like around an $8 bottle. And as we mentioned in past episodes, I take everything into consideration when I give my ratings. Not just the nose, not just the, the taste, but mm-hmm. the presentation and cost. You know, like Correct. I'm not going to compare a $20 bottle to a $200 bottle and, you know, it be the same kind of critique. Correct. So with that said, I think this is a good whiskey. Mm-hmm. 
I do think the notes are similar to a lot of other whiskeys out there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't find it too original. I do feel that the kick on it is amazing. So yes. be, because of that, I'm going to say mm-hmm. this is a good whiskey. And I'm giving it a 3.8. Oh, shit. But I thought you really liked it, dude. I do. I do really like it. But it doesn't stand out like, oh, my God, this was mind-blowing. I wish mm-hmm. I had a second bottle. No, this is a good whiskey. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy it to the very end. I'm very happy I bought it. But mm. when I'm done with it, I'm done with it. Damn. Well, you know, I think this I, I, I'm going to I'm going to guess, take a guess here. And I'm going to think I'm going to say that um, it might taste even better once we do the droplet. But I think we'll so, see. dude. I think so. And, and I going along with that is because once we put the water droplet in there, it's going to open up the the oils, release it, and I think it's going to be more fruit forward, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Well, for those who weren't, uh, for those who are on social media or follow us, we did put out a poll asking if people add water to their whiskey, and most people do not. What most was the percentage on that? I think it was like 75 to 25 or something like that. Oh, that's a big It was difference. significant. It was yeah. significant. So, I mean, I didn't do that before you told me about it as well. Um, so maybe it's something, you know, you guys might want to try out there. It's actually, uh, it, it can enhance it. You know, I was on board, I was off, and then I was back on. Uh, <laughs> you've seen our video. But um, yeah, I think there are times when it can uh, really enhance it, for sure. And Eric brought up, uh, maybe like two months ago, we had an episode where he actually did research and they did science behind it. And they talked about the proper amount of water to add to your whiskey is 20%. So there is a science out there on why it's good to add water to your whiskey. Yeah. And you, yeah, you also don't want to overdo it or, mm-hmm. or give it too little water as well. So yeah, it's just a, a good idea to do that 20%. But I'm going to do my droplet right now, AJ. What you you think? didn't give your rating, fool. Oh, I'm sorry. It's damn fool. Um, you know, I, I really enjoyed it actually, and then it got better as I drank it for sure. And that's probably mostly because I'm um too weak with the higher ABV. And um, but I was enjoying it, and I think I agree with you, AJ. It's not anything spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is very good. Very good. It is very good. So I personally would give it maybe a 3.9 around there. Um yeah, so I'm gonna go with 3.9. We're pretty much on board with the same. I for, we're really close. We're only point one off from our ratings on mm-hmm. this bottle here. And I I think it's the reason why we gave it the score we did is because it's falling short of being a great whiskey a great whiskey due to not being different in the notes. Am I are we agreeing on that? I think it's yeah because it's um it's got a lot of the similar notes that a lot of whiskeys have. Mm-hmm. And the notes aren't really jumping out at you, even though they're good. Yeah. So um, that's how, how I would describe it. All right. I think it's time for the water. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Water time. I'm telling you, my prediction is that it will be better. Well, I agree. And that's why I mentioned how my sweet spot is a 5.6. Because if I want to add my water, it's still going to have a, a kick in it. But it's going to bring out all the flavors now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm already getting the nose. I'm getting a lot. I got the honey and the maple big time. Oh, yeah. 
Big time. And you didn't get the honey on the nose earlier when I brought and it I up, right? I get the honey. I got a little bit yeah. of maple, but now I'm getting it for sure. Interesting how that happens. I get that cereal even more now. Same. Like cereal milk. Like, you know, after you eat your fruity pebbles and you have the milk left over, that kind of scent. Uh-huh. Oh, you're smelling milk in it. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, not the, the strong, potent punch of fruity pebbles when you open up the cereal box. Mm-hmm. But after you eat your cereal and you have it in the milk, how it's like a little um, minute. That's mm-hmm. what I'm getting on there. Interesting. It's Ooh, good. I'm tasting it. It's good. Yeah. It packs less of a punch, so I'm less focused on the burn on the throat. Mm-hmm. And it's allowing me to enjoy it more, and it's allowing me to taste taste it more, mm-hmm. and it's better. Look at that. Water made it better. Mm-hmm. Would you look at that? Yeah. So I'm tasting with the water, and it's funny because with the water in it, now on the finish, I get more of the punch. Like, I feel like mm. the vapor's going into, like, my, what was it, what was it what, the nasal canal? Uh-huh. You know, like, I feel like clearing out my sinuses now. Mm. Okay. Which you would think it would do that without the water drop because it would yeah. have, you know, the higher ABV on there. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Interesting observation for yourself there, AJ. I'm not getting that. I feel like it, the punch is less, like I said, mm-hmm. and my throat is burning less. But um, I like it even better. I'd probably give it a couple of uh, decimal points higher in score if we were doing it after. I agree. And I got a note of grape, dude. Grape. I'm getting hard grape right now. Like grape soda? Yeah. Yeah, because like that fake grape. No, so yes, good observation, Eric. So not Mm -hmm. like you get the grape off of, you know, eating the fruit itself. Like fake grape. grape. So fake grape. Interesting. It's good. I'm enjoying it a lot, actually. Me too. This is definitely a good. One. I, I got this it. bottle is almost full, dude. So we can share it. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if this is a, a one that would be good on the rocks. Oh, I think it would be. To be honest, like one Mine. big rock in your glass. One big fat rock. Yes. I don't have yeah. any ice around me to test that with, but I agree with you. Dang. Well, come on over. I have plenty of those block ices. Okay, I'll be on my way. We'll finish recording over there. Okay. A few moments later. And we're back. (laughs) And we're back, everyone. AJ came over. He's here live. Yes, very live. Very live in person. Thank you. Happy to be here. Um, Before we move on to Mm -hmm. your favorite segment, any other notes you're getting Mm -hmm. out of there that you want to bring up? No. No, no. I think I just want to get whiskey history over with because you fucked me. I got you so good. I text Eric. I said, Eric, we're going to review this whiskey here. And I said, don't forget to, you know, do some whiskey history. And I gave him a little salute emoji and said, good luck, sir. So without further ado, let's do it. Without further ado, hit the cue. And I don't even know if we should even hit the audio clip because (laughs) this is not even fucking history, AJ. This thing... Rare, rare character whiskey was founded in two goddamn years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> in 2021. Yep. So what the hell do you want me to do here? Your magic. Oh, my God. Dude. I figured you were, you know, you were talking about the inception of the company and stuff like that. All right. Well, let me start here. 
Whiskey history, whiskey history, whiskey history with Eric. Um, we're going to start with the founders. So, Rare Character Whiskey was founded by uh, Pablo Moy. I hope I'm saying that correctly, M-O-I-X. That's how I pronounce it too. Pablo Moy and Peter Nevenglosky. And I hope I pronounced that as well uh, correctly. Nevenglosky. Um, in 20. 20- 21 aj (laughs) so they developed this because of their love of distilled spirits and um in 2000 with um you know i guess the pandemic and everything that happened the hospitality industry the idea of rare character whiskey was born and through that pablo and pete were able to um build on that and create a couple of things called Avwa, Avwa Kachaka, and Drifter Spirits. So, uh, Rare Character is led by a passionate team of uh, who has the they have the goal of shaking up the American whiskey game, which is pretty awesome. So, Pablo is actually he's a restauranter, a bar owner, and distilled spirits expert. And um, Peter, he's dip- deeply passionate about um, spirits. And so he's also uh, the CEO and co-founder of uh, Drifter Spirits, which um, makes tequila and things like that. So they're, they've been in the game, so they understand what they're getting into. Um, so basically, what, what this brand is, is basically they're a purveyor of fine American whiskey. So... So they focus on, you know, uh, unique selections tailored to each of their customers and partners, I guess, hence the collaborations that they have uh, mm-hmm. and things like that. So through these uh, special relationships across the country, they're able to, you know, access uh, uh, multiple um, collaborators to release uh, multiple brands or whiskey um, to the public which is, uh, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, I guess, the, I don't know if their thing is collaborating, um, but they do a lot of it. And um, it sort of helps breathe, you know, um, life into their brand and things like that by continuously innovating and evolving and being driven by all these other people that they work with uh, for their bourbons and their rice. So um, I think that's pretty cool. I think collaboration is awesome. And I think when you uh, put your heads together, so to say, you can make something pretty spectacular. And yeah, it's, um, you know, they emphasize on customization and, you know, challenging. um, They're motivated by the challenges of the industries, the norms of the industry. So they're kind of trying to be uh, trailblazers in a way and do things a little bit uh, different and provide whiskeys unlike any that you tasted before, which I think they kind of uh, nailed it with this one. Personally, it's the first one I've tried of them, and I think it's different, and I think it's very tasty, and it was a collaboration. So I think they accomplished that. I don't know. What do you think, AJ? Well, you just said that you like this because it's different. But didn't mm-hmm. we just say earlier that it tastes similar to other whiskeys out there? No, no, no. It had, it had the notes that weren't anything special. Mm-hmm. But it turned out to be a good whiskey. It's a great whiskey. It's really, really good whiskey. Yeah, a really good whiskey. So, yes, this particular, you know, um, bottle didn't give me 
the taste of Lucky Charms. It gave me the taste of Fruity Pebbles or the scent of Fruity Pebbles. Um, and that's okay. But it was still good. It was a collaboration and it was still good. So um, I think they're accomplishing what they're trying to do, which is collaborating and making uh, good whiskeys. I agree completely with that. In regards to the collaboration part, uh, the Mass Journey Whiskey Club, the reason why we were a part of their club is because I totally trust Jason and Scott's palate. Uh, Jason from the Mash and Drum and Scott from My Bourbon Journey. Uh, they're the ones who, you know, they run the club and their palette is spot on. They can pick out great barrels. And I do agree that they made a great choice collaborating with Rare Character on this bottle here. It's mm -hmm. a great one to have. I'm glad I have it on my shelf. But like I said, the notes are very similar to things I've had in the past on the palette. So I'm happy with my one bottle. Mm -hmm. That's just me. Yeah. I mean, I would buy another bottle just to see what they're producing. Well, you mean a different kind of bottle from them? Yes. Yes, yes. Not this bottle, but different Not one. that bottle. No, yeah. a different one. Um, just to see what they are doing. Because they, they do try to create unique sort of uh, untasted type of American whiskeys from mm -hmm. all across the country. So I think the way they go about things again is you know, based on their personal relationships within the industry and their collaborations. So um, I like the way they go about with their business. So, you know, they want to bring these rare and collectible, collectible, AJ. Oh, God, here we um, go. Whiskeys to their customers. So I like how it's sort of like it's not this one size fits all thing. It's just sort of, um, you know, picking up a barrel and collaborate and this is what it tastes like and it's if it's good it's good and in this case it was good and i like that i like that it's not just the same taste every time i think it's yeah. cool i agree i wonder if they do barrels specifically with different mash bills on purpose to get different notes out of them our mash bill was you know what i mentioned earlier with the 75 percent, 21 and 4 percent. but i'm curious how extreme they go on different barrels like do they actually have a rye bottle that is 51 or more percent rye mash bill mm -hmm. and create the different notes on there yeah who knows maybe you should knows? reach out reach out Move. to rare character <laughs> we could ask we could definitely ask and let the yeah. people know we'll do it for the people because that's what we do here yep no that's what you do oh that's right i do it for the people you do it for the people mm -hmm. before we close out the episode i do want to bring up a bottle that <gasps> i feel people need to know about that's coming out next month <gasps> we're gonna okay. cover this very briefly but okay. those fans out there who love maker's mark yes sir maker's mark is known for aging their whiskey six to seven years maker's mark is now releasing the oldest bourbon ever next month. holy shit right talk about being amazed about ever? what's gonna come out aj to my to my knowledge is ever yes holy maybe i'm wrong shit. but Tell i believe it's more. maker's mark yes so they have a new bottle coming out in September. Ooh. And the way they do this bottle here is that they have the regular aging process where, mm -hmm. they, you know, they age it six or seven years. But then they move it. <gasps> yes. They take it to a uh, maturing cellar that they created back in 2006 where the temperature is always 50 degrees, 50 degrees colder, uh -huh. making the environment more... Um, akin to Scotland than Kentucky. So think mm, about that. More mm -hmm. of a Scottish, Scotch kind of vibe there. Yeah. Okay. So 
what they're going to do with this when it's fully matured, it's going to be aged 13 years. That's Holy crap. Yes, with the final that's going to be the final blend age on there. With wait, because of the temperature, it's going to be as if it aged as if it aged that long? No, what they're doing is they're taking the barrels and they're putting it under there for the temperature, but then they're aging it in there as well. Oh. So with okay. the cellar, the cellar's age 13% is going to be 11 year old bourbon and then 87% is going to be 12 year old bourbon that they combine together for this bottle. Mm. But they're aging after the 6 to 7 years in those cellars. Oh, now this, bo this bottle is going to be 115% proof. Holy so shit. That's going to be up there. That's definitely one. I mean, up that doesn't listener. sound like the oldest ever. If it's just what, 13 years. Um, yeah, I believe it's thir 13, 12 years, something like that. One of the hmm. two, uh, this year or 11 year and 12. I'm years. sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. 12 years. So the HD amount that, yeah, it's gonna be a 12 year old. Maker's and that's Mark considered bourbon. the oldest ever. For Maker's Mark, yes. Per this article, and this is by the Raw Report. Mm. Now, since mm -hmm. this is going to be a release of only 30,000 bottles. Oh, boy. The price tag on here you're looking at is $150. Oh, boy. So it's a little out of Eric's range. But for you collectors out there and for you big Maker's Mark fans, mm -hmm. you're going to want to keep an eye out for this one that's coming out in September. Keep an eye out. It might be a good one. It sounds like it'd be a good one. If I came across it, I might consider picking up a bottle just so I could try it. Because AJ, I am intrigued. Don't. Okay. Okay. Sorry, Calm listeners. Yourself. We're not going to have a bottle to review on the podcast because Eric said don't. Don't. I won't. Don't. Don't. All right, my brother. So we're not going to pick up a bottle then. Don't. This rare, <laughs> this rare character, single barrel from the Mass and Journey Club collaboration. Mm -hmm. We gave it a... 3.8 and a half average. So 3.85 average. Nice. And this is a great whisk. I'm sorry, not great. This is a very good whiskey. Very good whiskey. According very to our, our rating system, a very good whiskey. Yes, sir. Good job. Good job on that one. I enjoyed it. All right, my brother, before we close this one out, anything else you want to add? No, I think that's it. I think that covers today. Good episode. Good whiskey. Catch you on the next one. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Cheers. You've been listening to the Brothers of the Dram podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Brothers of the Dram. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. On behalf of the crew, thank you, brothers and sisters, for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Cheers.